welcome to another episode of Grounded with Brandon and Craig. Uh, we are here on a foggy Monday morning. Um, it was everything I could do to get in here. I'm Brandon. I'm Craig, and you're right, it is very foggy. I know. I sent you a, a text message, and it was me in this like cloud of fog. With you, all you could see was it, my, your eyes. my Bitmoji yeah, eyes, your, your Bitmoji eyes, and um, yeah, it was kind of misty and uh, rainy, and um, there was like a lot. I, I thought the traffic was moving slow today. What is it like sixty three or four degrees right now? It's it's on the chilly side actually. It's perfect. It, it, it was perfect. Yeah, I like it. I, I like it. Uh, chili's fine. Cold is not good, but um, this is perfect. Speaking of chili, we're getting into like chilly weather. Allie said that yesterday. She mm. was like, "We're gonna have to make some chili soon." Okay. <laughs> I love chili. Yeah, I yeah, I do too. I I, I do like it too. So, yeah, so here we are on a Monday. It's a cloudy, uh, foggy day. Kids in school, I'm assuming. Nope. No, okay. No, they don't start school till after the fair this year. Oh, well, God bless them. Yeah. Yeah, that's nice. They changed that up this year. So that's good. They actually had a couple friends over last night, so we've got a full house. There's uh five kiddos. But that was fun. It, it was it wasn't bad. They were good uh-huh. for the most part. For the most part. For the most part. Yeah, you know how that goes. Exactly. But we Go ahead. Go ahead. No, you go ahead. No, you okay? Okay, we get, we had a visit this past week. I was getting ready to say that. Is that what you were going to say? Yes, we have, and we, we had a and, visit from the Black Rifle Ferry. Yeah, you, the one Randy Neal, and right. um, he has left us a coffee called Silencer Smooth by Black Rifle Coffee. By Black Rifle, and it is it's very good. It's, it's smooth. It, it is smooth. Yeah. Um, Silencer Smooth. Yeah, it is smooth. Yeah. yeah. That's one of the one of the brews, one of the blends that I have not had. So thank you, Randy, for yeah, that. Thank you I very much, it. Randy. Uh, and um, what I really appreciate is people who pay attention and they actually bring us coffee. So that's really kind of cool. So right. if we can keep getting coffee every Monday, we, we don't even have to buy it. Anymore. I know, right? right? Well, I will say this too, um, because Molly brought us two bags of the Airstream. Yeah, and thank you again because we're still drinking. We're it. drinking it. We drank like I think we made like three or four pots last week. Mm-hmm. And no, we're not hoarding it. We did offer it to others in the office. Well, when it was almost done. When it was almost like, hey, there's swallows left. Oh, there's some coffee left over. (laughs) Been sitting there for five hours. We we kept turning the burner back on. Exactly. It's like strong enough to walk, but. Exactly. Yeah. So yeah, thank you very much for that, Randy. And then uh, yesterday, um, you know, um, Robin and I think Randy were in charge of the uh, Connections Cafe. And so Robin made all this like desserts and stuff. And so she made German chocolate cake. And Mm. so I had a couple bites of that today. Uh, so if you're listening, Randy, tell Robin, Appreciate it. She's listening. Thank you very much. Pretty good. I, I really like German chocolate, so really good. I don't know what it is about German chocolate cake, but I feel like that is a man's cake. Because, well, like, a lot of men, like, you, you ask people, like, just people in general, like, what's your favorite dessert? What's your favorite cake? And you'll get all kinds of things. And, you know, pineapple upside down cake or coconut cake or whatever. And, um, like, a lot of the men that I know like German chocolate cake. That's my favorite cake. Mm-hmm. It's your favorite cake. Definitely. That is my dad's favorite cake. Mm-hmm. That is my father-in-law's favorite cake. Okay. And so it's like German chocolate cake must is, be a man's is. cake. Now, I will tell you, my if I was going to choose my second favorite cake, it would probably be coconut cake. Okay. And um, I really like it. Um, but like it has to be done well. Yes. And um, there's a place in um, North Carolina, um, and I can't remember, Paul's Restaurant is what it is, and... It's outlandish to buy a piece of cake there. It's like seven ninety nine just for a piece of mm. cake. I, 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 you can make an entire cake for one hundred percent. And we, when I looked at the cake, because they have them, you know, they bake them fresh that day. And I'm thinking, if they get like fifteen slices out of that at seven ninety nine, the money they're making off that cake. Oh my, yeah. So anyway, literally, is the best 
coconut uh, cake that that I've ever had in my life. And um, so I, um, you know, I haven't been there for a few years. Probably 2019 was my last time. Almost went there uh, this summer when we were down in uh, Tennessee, just make okay. a trip over the mountain right. and go over there. But we we didn't do it. So I, now I'm going now I'm going to want coconut. No, you're going to want it. I don't know. Coconut cream pie. Second is a hard one for me. Like my my mom makes a really good um, pound cake. Okay, and and it's it's super good. It's always moist. Um, But growing up, I always had hate that word. My mom make me a like for my birthday. It would be a strawberry cake with almond buttercream icing, almond flavored. That sounds good. And for some reason, the combination of the strawberry and the almond flavorings like just paired so well together so that was my favorite for a long time yeah. still is it's one of my favorites it's really good i mean cake is just it's cake yeah <laughs> cake is cake right. i mean i mean you, you just throw a piece of white cake with white icing i'm like oh this is really great you know so um yeah so cake is cake but uh, german chocolate though it, Hands you know, down. I, I don't eat i don't really eat that stuff so um i did have a few bites today of that of the cake because i um told her i would have a you know taste it and I'm glad that I did, but um, I, I usually try to space that. So I'm waiting for my Your birthday. My birthday cake. Hey, my goal is which to- it was like it was really tough to get last year. Um, I'm really hoping it comes a little bit earlier than October. Well, I am too. I'm hoping so as well. I hope I get it to you on your birthday. That's what before. happens when? Um, that's what happens when you're frolicking through Dublin yes. and, and on vacation. I'm not sure if you've looked up the definition of frolicking before, but I was anything but frolicking. Today is the, the, the first day. Today's the day, isn't it? It was the day that I was – Today's the, the day. first day I was out. One year ago Sick. today. A year ago today. I remember. Yeah, I, I lost my taste a year ago last night, which mm. stunk because I was eating a steak, and I'm like, oh, that's not good. Yeah. But anyways, um, I was going to say something it's about It's hard cake. to believe it was a year ago. It was. I, I mean, I don't know about you or anybody else that's listening, but time just seems to go so fast. Like, um, okay, I'm gonna just, I'm gonna date myself here for a minute, okay? So, I have been going back in uh, on YouTube and I'm watching games uh, from baseball, and so I watched the 1980 playoffs uh, with the Phillies and the Astros. It seemed like it was yesterday. So right now I'm watching the 1983 World Series with the Orioles and the Phillies. And um, what year? 83. Okay. And so the Phillies are in the World Series, but they have Pete Rose, Tony Perez, and Joe Morgan on that team, which were all the big mm-hmm. red machine right. back in the 70s, right. back in the World Series. So Pete's 43, Joe Morgan's 42, and Tony yeah. Perez is 41, and they take those, those guys to the World Series. So it's a very interesting um, series, And um, but I've been watching that, and this is 39 years ago. And it seems like it was yesterday to me. And I mean, I know a lot of stuff has gone over the, you know, the bridge, you know, because right, right. I mean, we've had kids and grandkids and you've know, been married, you know, 37 years. And so I, I know how time goes. But when you when you put it into perspective, you're like, you know, that seems like a I long like time yesterday. ago, but it's really not because I can remember that so plainly. Yeah. And so like when you're saying, hey, this was a year ago, mm-hmm. honestly, it seems like it was it a does. month ago. And I, I mean, I know there's been a lot of stuff that's happened in a right, year, but right. um, but it just seems like it was the other day. But I've said that, too, over the last few years of my life. It's like the older I get, the faster the year goes. It's like every year just moves faster. And I think part of that, you you know, like you said, you add kids into it. Exactly. And then, you know, eventually grandkids, which I don't want to think about that yet. I mean, like, oh, that's coming. My daughter's like less than five years away from being able to drive. Now that's coming, bro. You're going to turn around Crazy. twice and she's going to be married. Let's not talk about that. 
So moving on, thanks for joining us today for Grounded. You should yeah. see his face. He was just like, he's so sad. <laughs> yeah. You remember how, like, when I did make that cake, I remember you picked it up when I finally made your cake last year. You remember how heavy that thing was? I do remember how heavy it was, and I felt like uh, Mufasa, you know, holding up Simba when I finally got it. <laughs> I was like, I, I, I was standing on the rock and holding right. it up like, I got it. I got it finally. I actually think the clouds parted, and there was a big ray of light that came down <laughs> <Right>. and hit it. <laughs> Well, I took a big chunk out of it and kept it. You were yeah, like, you oh, I, I'm not taking all this. You've got to take some. So I took like a quarter of it and it still weighed like 28 pounds. Exactly. And, um, like I'm, I'm, and then, um, I ate a, I ate on that for a few, mm-hmm. and, you know, cause I thought, okay, I'm going to splurge a little bit. And so, you know, I had one that day. I think I had one the next day. Anita took off to go to Danae's house, I believe. And she took the rest of it with her and they, yeah. See, what you did was Gobbled. you shouldn't have cut it into pieces and started eating it. You should have just taken a fork and started eating it off of the tray I gave it to you on. That's true. And then I'll, you know, you would have had a piece of cake. If you don't cut it, it's technically a piece. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Yeah. See, now the thing I'll, I'll tell you about Brandon is um, his German chocolate cake is um, he makes his icing from. Scratch. scratch, yeah, and the cake too. The cake too. The cake that is, is the only. That's about the only cake. Like I'll make cakes from scratch from time to time, but that is the only cake that it's like I've got to make this from scratch. With you. it's a process, and it so process. he double frosting. Mm-hmm. It you with, have to, yeah, and it's so like I when eat you eat that by itself. When you get the piece of cake, the frosting in between the two layers of cake is like an inch thick. So <laughs> it's perfect. It's perfect. It's like you died and went to heaven. So I like it. I like it a lot. Maybe that would be my job in heaven. Making German chocolate cakes. There you go. <laughs> Jesus is like, German chocolate is my favorite cake too. <laughs> I think Jesus could just snap his fingers and we could have some. Be better than my German chocolate cake. Yeah, I would say probably. Yeah. I'd be like, wow, Brandon's is terrible. <laughs> right? Exactly. Oh, so what else is going on? A whole lot. You got the fair service mm-hmm. in two weeks. We do. So two weeks from yesterday will be our fair service. We've mm-hmm. got one more mm-hmm. week of just the facts. Um, but I'm, I'm, I'm excited about the fair service. I'm, mm-hmm. I missed it last year. Yeah, I did. And so I am looking forward to being there this year, starting to plan for that and prep for that and figure yeah, out and what if, we need. If you're listening and you do not have your uh, tickets and passes to get into the fair service, um, you need to contact the church office or you can pick those up at the welcome center this Sunday, uh, um, or just email us and we'll figure out a way to get those to mm-hmm. you. Cause we, we want you to be able to come and bring somebody with you. So you may want to pick up some extra tickets for, for you and maybe a friend or two. I picked your tickets up, mom and dad. <laughs> mom was asking me the other day. So I need to get mine. You do. How about if I couldn't get in? That'd be awesome. Wouldn't it? Well, it would be. It would be, wouldn't it? Like I wouldn't have Somebody to worry about like, you yes, going over. That's the, that's what that's what it's going to cost if he has to get a ticket. We don't have to hear him, right? Hey, everybody, uh, we're gonna just gonna add one more song. Exactly. <laughs> I will be brief that day. I'll believe when I see it. No, I will. I'll be really brief. Okay. I'm thinking ten minutes, twelve. So, so twenty. Well, maybe I don't know. It was like yesterday, first service. You were like right on time, right? Ish. I think Ish. you were over a little bit. It was like red, but two. it was like a minute or two so. Minutes, yeah. Second service, like you deviated or something. You added a story. We talked about that. I did. Um, but yeah, you were over five minutes over second service. So Well, I, I feel like that I've gone to the deposit bank so much. My withdrawals are – I still got a lot of withdrawals left. If you want me to go back, I mean they're all on YouTube. I can go back and, and time and I'm out. <laughs> and we can figure out how how overdrawn you really are. Okay. Again, the pre-ramble doesn't count. 
The prayers don't count. The prayer doesn't count. Yours do, because that's part of the worship service. <laughs> He's looking at me like... <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> His coffee's good. It is very good. <laughs> so, oh, no, goodness. nothing else is really new. Um, hunting season's coming up, so obviously for me, that's that's, that's a big thing. I enjoy that. My kids are wanting to get into it this year, so... We had bought them a crossbow for Christmas a couple years ago, and um, so we started, um, went up to Keeg's Outdoors um, Saturday, got them some new crossbow bolts for that. That's good. Um, and so yesterday, we started getting that sighted in, shooting pretty good, so now we just got to get them confident with it. And nice. And even if, you know, here's the thing, even if we don't see a deer, which I think we probably will, but... Um, you need to drive down Whitestone, right? Play there because right. you you'll be like, "Hey, I went hunting this morning, didn't see anything." I'm like, "Oh, that's awesome! I just drove to the church on Whitestone. I saw twelve, right?" <laughs> Honestly, hop in the back of my truck. We'll just right. go down the road and shoot. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's just so illegal. <laughs> I mean, who's gonna know? Me and you and Jesus. <laughs> yeah, true, but <laughs> but who else? <laughs> <clears throat> You're like, wow, that okay, Satan, right? Exactly. <laughs> You're like the, you feel like I got the angel and the devil on my shoulders. Exactly. Like, just eat the piece of cake. Exactly. So, what's up with you? Anything new? Are you well, taking really, a Snapchat over there? No, I was trying to look at the. Uh, I was going to try to, yeah, but um, I um, really not much. I mean, just you know, trying to plug away, getting ready for the fall and um, next series uh, coming up, and you know, after the fair service. Um, Got, um, you know, I think we got a lot of things, uh, good things going on, a lot of mm-hmm. stuff happening. Yep. And, uh, you know, we have the Go, Go, Go crew we'll talk about later coming up and LifeWise is starting up. Yep. So a lot of good things going on. Mm-hmm. Children's ministry seems to be going really well. So a lot of good things happening. Had a good day yesterday. Mm-hmm. Um, really good, fairly good attendance. Yeah. I mean, we yeah. were, we were back up in over 300 for, for the first time in a while. Yep. So that was, that was good to see. It was kind of surprising. I didn't Yeah, I think people are that. starting to get back in their normal routine again now out of yeah, summer. Yeah. You know, summer's so sporadic with vacations and camping and mm-hmm. ball and everything else that now people are. I don't remember what service, either the first or second, but one of those were really packed. First service, we had 109, I think. Yeah, that was pretty good. There. But second service was pretty packed too. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it yeah. was. So, but yeah, it was, uh, I thought it was a good day yesterday. I thought the worship was good. Mm-hmm. I thought, uh, and it was a cloudy day yesterday. And it was. It was one of those days where I woke up and I'm like, oh, I just want to put the covers back over my head and yeah. sleep for another hour and a half. You know how that goes, right? Well, we would have finished on time for a service well, at least. For sure. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, goodness. But yeah, I mean, um, anything, um, the, what? <laughs> Should we tell them about? We already have our Christmas series picked out. Oh, we do. And the graphic done. We do. Oh, night divine. Yeah, it's already done. I mean, we're all we have to do now is get ready for it. But the the, the title is there. the title is there. So that's 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 really good. Yep. So now we just have to figure out if you're gonna preach them all, or if we're gonna <laughs> step in and. Yeah, we'll have to figure that out. We'll, we'll have to do something. We'll have to do something clever with that. Yeah. I like to do something clever at Christmas because I mean it's uh you know it's just kind of get everybody out of the mm-hmm. you know the the routine. We are going to have we're, we're going to have a, a night of worship coming up um, the first weekend of October. The plan is to have that around the fire pit the way we did last year. Um, That'll be good. And then the first weekend in December, we're also going to have one to kind of kick off the Christmas. Season with a Christmas night of worship, similar to the way we did last year. That'll that went, be uh, that'll really be really well. good. Yep, that'll be really good. I um, 
I always look forward to those because, um, you know, it's, it's just, it's just a different night and mm-hmm. it's a time mm-hmm. where you can just, you know, just worship. And I know it's more difficult on you, less difficult on me, but, um, I, I really enjoy just the, you know, the worship and the praise and, um, it's just awesome to come together, you know, whether you have 20 or people or 75 people, yeah, but exactly. Um, when we were around the fire pit the last time, I thought we had quite a, quite a few people that showed up, yeah, like 90 were, some or almost a hundred or I think so. Yeah. I just got a Snapchat. Did you? From Craig Brads. Did you? Is oh, it me? No, it's not you. No. There you go. I like your Bitmo. Do you? That's nice. Yeah. You know, pointing up glasses. That's right. That's right. better with glasses on sometimes. But yep. Yeah. But yeah, no, that's, I, I as well look forward to the night of worship. Um, and it is a little extra work, but I, that's, it's what I love to do. You know, it's, I enjoy it. Exactly. But uh, yesterday we, um, you know, it was a really good day and I thought the worship was good. And, uh, we had, um, you know, um, noticed, um, can't remember the, what was the second song we sang? That would have been great things. I thought everybody sang pretty well on that song. Man, it was, I could just hear it coming over my shoulders. A couple of the both songs. services. Jesus paid it all coming out of the message mm-hmm. leading into communion. Right. Um, like second service, I even backed off the mic a little bit on that one and was like, man, y'all sing it. Yeah, it was, uh, that, they, they, it was really good. And we were in the third week of our series. Boy, oh, this is a short series because usually we've been in the middle of what, 11, 12 weeks or usually, but, uh, four weeks went really fast. And, um, so we've been in this, in a series called Just the Facts. And, uh, yesterday we talked about things that sound biblical that, um, are not. And one of the things that people say, which we landed on was, you know, you say something to somebody and they're like, well, you can't judge me. Only God can judge me. Mm-hmm. And so uh, we talked um, talked a little bit about that, and um, which I think um, I did have somebody come up to me after the uh, I can't remember if it was the first or second I think it was the second service, and they came up and told me that the topic last week and this week uh, really um, spoke to them because mm. they they actually have used that topic. Well, God won't give you any more than you can handle, and they were like, "I never heard it said like the way you said it." And then this week, they're like. You're right, 100%. When somebody tells me you can't judge me, I usually just back off and I, right. I just shut right. up. And so they were like, it really, you know, helped me out, um, for that. And that's the whole point. You know, whenever you stand up and speak to people who are Christians or follow God, it's to get them to, number one, to be more bolder if they need to be bold, or it's to get them to another level that they need to get to. And no matter how God works in that, mm-hmm. um, is the way that I pray. Cause sometimes I'm like, well, here's the message that I'm doing, but sometimes, Somebody will come up and tell me, oh, I really appreciate it because this is what I've been struggling with. It had nothing to do with the message. Right. I'm like, I don't know how you got that out of this, but praise God that it exactly. worked in that way. Right. So that's the Holy Spirit working. 100%. So, um, but I, um, Jesus starts off with a passage of scripture in Matthew chapter 7, verses 1 through 6. I'm going to read this real quick. It says, do not judge others and you will not be judged, for you will be treated as you treat others. And the standard that you use in judging is the standard by which you will be judged. And why do you worry about the speck in your, in your friend's eye when you have a log in your own? How can you think of saying to your friend, let me get rid of the speck in your eye when you can't see past the log in your own eye? I think that's funny to mm-hmm. think about. And then he, then Jesus says, hypocrite. First, get rid of the log in your own eye, and then you will see well enough to deal with the speck in your friend's eye. Don't waste what is holy on people who are unholy, and don't throw your pearls to pigs. They will trample the pearls and then turn and attack you. Quite a heavy 
passage of scripture, actually. It is. And so Allison Clark and I were talking this morning about something completely different. Um, but we were talking about just that idea of biblical discernment, um, and, and being able to, you know, really honestly pick apart the Bible and, right. and for what it really says. And, and people read this and they're like, do not judge others. Okay. So I'm not supposed to judge anybody. You can't judge me. And well, that's all they pick out. And that's all they pick out. And so we have to be intentional about not only just, you know, reading a section of, you know, a passage of scripture and cherry picking that, but also just cherry picking in general. There's so many more scriptures that, you know, we'll hit here in a little bit that apply to this as well. Mm -hmm. And so you can't Mm -hmm. just, you know, pick out one, you know, one passage or one verse and be like, well, well, that's what it says. So there it is. We have to have, you know, biblical discernment. Where we are, you know, interpreting the Bible for what it really says, right, right, and not cherry picking it, exactly, yeah, you know, yeah. and so that yes, it does start, you know, do not judge others, and you will not be judged, for you will be treated as you treat others, and then it says the standard you use in judging is the standard by which you will be judged, you know, and so exactly. I, you know, I think that's important as we, you know, kind of break that down is realizing that, you know, and and you said it, we'll get there, but you said, you know, God is already judged Mm -hmm. god already has said what is right and what is wrong what is sin and what is holy exactly and so you know this isn't saying you know well you you know you can't judge people no god's already judged them you you know by the fruit in their life exactly And, and if you we'll talk about this here in a few minutes but even if you look at this it says um you know Get rid of the uh, log in your own eye mm-hmm. so you can take the speck out of your friend's eye. He's not saying not to. Right. He's not saying not to judge. Yes. He's telling you how to judge. Jesus is not saying do not judge. Jesus is saying here's how you yeah. are to judge. If you're going to go to somebody, you make sure that you're you're good. Exactly. And um, but <coughs> excuse me. The point was the um, you know we're all judged. Mm-hmm. Even the people who say don't judge me, they're judging. They're already judging you. Right. Those people are probably the most judgmental people of all time when right. they tell you not to judge because uh, they're you know they're coming back at you because I mean think about this you, you go to school you're judged on your grades yep. that's your actions correct you go to your job you're judged um, by if you're going to do your job or not mm-hmm. and so we're all judged in some in some area if you go over the speed limit. You're judged, you know, if you get pulled over, you can imagine you're going, you know, 80 and a 40 and the officer comes up to you and says, hey, I'm going to give you a ticket. You were going over the speed limit. You're like, hey, you can't judge me. Only God can judge me. Right. He'd be like, oh, really? You know, and just write me out three tickets, you know, exactly. uh, you know, for uh, whatever. Because I was thinking the exact same scenario. Like, were you really? Yeah, <laughs> I was. Or if you're like if you're like a minister and you, you know, you have a time clock and the time clock starts out in the green and then it goes to red when you go over it. Too much. Uh, yeah. Well, there's. <laughs> we'll just qu- quit running the clock, and then I can't judge and the, you. Yeah, and it'll always be in the green. Right. It'll be at thirty-five. Exactly. And I'll be like, I got thirty-five minutes. So, um, but um, here, I, I put here's the problem, the issue, and you've already said this that God has already told us what is uh, wrong or right, or mm-hmm. what is good and evil. God has already judged that. He's already said what sin is. Right. And right. so um, that's the thing that I think people and Christians need to to understand. God's already said this is a sin. Yeah. This is what this is. This is right. This is wrong. And um, now what are we going to do? And mm-hmm. so I brought up the script. Scripture yesterday in Second Timothy three sixteen, which is good because this is where we get our authority. It yep. says all Scripture is inspired by God and is useful to teach us what is true and make us realize what is wrong in our lives. And it corrects us when we're wrong and teaches us what to do is to, what what to do what is right. Yeah, I messed that up at the end, but anyway, I'm sorry. Yeah, and I love that because it says all Scripture. 
all. Not, not just New Testament. Nope. It's all. not just post-Jesus. All. It's all. It's Old Testament, New Testament. Yep. The entirety of Scripture is useful to teach us what is right and wrong. Yep. And what God wants us to do and what God doesn't want us to do. And I love that. It corrects us when we are wrong and teaches us to do what is right. Mm-hmm. You know, do I like to be corrected? No. No. But do I need to be corrected? Yes. Yeah, you do. Absolutely. Right? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> He's looked at me like, oh, gosh. <laughs> I, so I asked a question yesterday. Um, is Jesus really is condemning all judgment? And the answer is no. Right. He's not condemning all judgment. And um, I love what uh, John Piper said. Um, it's it's kind of John Pipery, if that's a good term. It is very yes. He says, "What is it? What does a person mean when they say only God can judge me? Really saying uh, they are now judging you because they think you judge them. <laughs> According to their logic, the only person we should judge is the person judging us. So judge not can't mean what most people assume that it means." I love John Piper. My head hurts now. I, I know, right? <laughs> right. <laughs> Just say what you mean, John. Exactly. <laughs> no, that is, it, I think even Jesus would be like, what? Huh? <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. So, again, let me pick this verse out, Matthew 7, verse 5. Jesus says, hypocrite, first get rid of the log in your own eye, and then you're going to be able to see um, enough to deal with the speck in your friend's eye. Mm-hmm. Um Jesus is not saying leave the speck in their eye. Right. Jesus is not saying uh, that at all. And uh, and the point about this is is that I, I tried to get over the point yesterday is that you're not being unloving when you point something out to somebody. You're you're actually helping them. Right. And um, the, the fact of the matter is is the culture in the world that we live in tries to think tries to get you as a Christian and a believer. Now this is this is this is the thing that I think that Christians need to understand is that this is a satanic lie that you cannot judge me you cannot do this jesus basically you got to love everybody right. jesus is a is a wimp and so you have you cannot judge me we're thinking jesus is a passive wimpy pasty white you know what i mean and so we get this whole image in our mind of what we think a christian should be but here's the thing jesus is saying no you can judge but you got to take the the log out of your eye Jesus is not this pasty white wimp. Jesus is actually a very manly man who sometimes right. wasn't very nice. And you know what he's saying here? Actually, he's not very nice. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, he's trying to tell these people, here's here's what you need to do. And probably the most loving thing you can do is tell somebody what they need to do. Here's the thing. If that was the if that was the truth in the gospel of Jesus Christ, you, even that, you'd be like, well, you can't judge me on that. Right. And so um, I just think that you know when you point out something to somebody – um, there's a way to do it. Mm-hmm. Exactly. That's I, and, what I was and say. I, it's not to be condemning. Mm-hmm. It's not to be a caustic, aggressive. It's not to make mean, yourself yeah, appear better than they are. Try not to hurt their feelings. Mm-hmm. It, it, everything, and I, and I think I said this numerous times yesterday, everything is to get them back to God. Correct, point right. them to Jesus Christ, Correct. a right relationship um, with God. And I think yesterday, I don't know if I did it in both services, I think I did, but um, where I said, has anybody ever done this to you where you rub your face? Right. And what does that mean? It's like you got something on your face. And I used you Mm -hmm. in the first service as a, as an illustration. I'd be like, if I went to Brandon and said, Hey, uh, did you got something on your face? You got guacamole on your face from last night. And, and he's like, Hey, you can't judge me. I want that there. I want that. I'm saving that for later. Yeah. And so that's kind of like what people say is like, Hey, you can't judge me. I like what I'm doing. Right. 
you this is this this is what I want to do. Right. So it's like you're giving yourself a free pass and you're yeah. wrong. You can't tell me what's right and wrong. Exactly. Well, God already I has, can, bro. God has. I love what you um the quote from James Dobson oh, yeah. that you gave. He said those people who really care about others will show that through a million hard conversations. You know, the conversations aren't going to be easy. No. But like you said, if you do it in the right way, they should point them back to God. Exactly. And, and, and into his light and says, you know, um, Galatians 6, 1, you said, brothers and sisters, if another believer is overcome by sin, you who are godly should gently and humbly help that person back onto the right path and be careful not to fall into the same temptation yourself. It's a great verse. Mm-hmm. I brought up Flip Wilson. You remember Flip Wilson? I've yeah. seen I've seen okay. some clips of Flip. So yeah. I actually saw this clip. Clips of Flip. Yeah, right. I actually saw this clip on Johnny Carson. He was on Johnny Carson. Okay. And so they were talking about stuff. And there's some stuff going on in the world, in the nation. And so he was talking about um, – he literally got kind of serious when he was talking about this. Because, see, I only got so much time, so I can't really explain the backstory. on right. this. So I just right. got to give a quote. And so he's sitting there talking to Johnny Carson. And Johnny Carson was like, you know, what's, what's the point of all that? And he said, well, people just need to be um, – people need to be talked to. He said – it's a communication issue. And then he said, how bad do you have to hate someone to not tell them the truth? Mm. He said, people need to know the truth of what, what they're doing. And he was actually talking about like inner cities and uh, at that point, the black community. He was also talking about what was taking place in the nation with like the in the late 60s with the burnings and the riots yeah, and yeah. that was in Chicago and, and all that. So he was talking about the, you just need to communicate and not react. And I'm like, for a comedian. Right. And for a guy not who's a not a Christian. Right. Why? How? How come he gets that? You know what I mean. So, um, and that's why I asked this question. I kind of bumped and followed mm-hmm. him. How? How much do Christians have to hate somebody not to tell them the truth? Mm. How much do we have to hate somebody? Because if if I'm not telling you the truth, and I know it's going to help you or save your life, because people, here's the deal, and I and I'm just going to make a broad, a broad, brushstroke assumption. Ninety five percent of Christians are not thinking eternal. Right. Exactly. Or if they were, they would tell people. They'd have those. They'd tell their families and yep. their relatives because they would get in a, a into a worldview of eternity mm-hmm. of what is going to happen. So when these people die by the word of God, they're probably not going to go to heaven. Now I can't judge that. Right. That's something I can't judge. But that you can't by judge. God's word, you have to get them prepared right. to meet God and to you know get on the other side, yeah, to stand of, before Him. And, exactly. that, and you said that. You said one day every single person will stand toe to toe. Eye to eye with Jesus. Uh-huh. He must be sure. If I'm going to stand toe-to-toe and eye-to-eye with him, he's not that tall. He'll probably go down on his knees for you. but Probably. <laughs> but, but, you know, and and how much would you rather hear, well done, good and faithful servant, than, right. than get away from me, I never knew you. Oh, yeah. You know, you, you quoted that verse here later. I think I jumped ahead. But, no, you're good. But, no, I love that question. How much, you know, do Christians have to hate someone not to tell them the truth? And, and you're absolutely correct. It is. It is an internal mindset. Well, a lot of Christians are like, um, you know, hey, um, that's none of my business. It's none of my business how they live their life. And and I think I said yesterday, I totally 100% disagree. It is your business. Their it's 100% is, your, is business. your business. You're in the business of God, so it's your business. Right. If you love that person, family, friends, relatives, neighbors, whatever, if you love that person, you're, that is your business. If you, if you saw them taking drugs or if you saw them running out in front of a semi, or um, they were going to try to shoot themselves. Would you try to stop mm-hmm. them, or it's none of your business? Right. This this is this is the mindset that Christians need to get into, but they're not into that mindset because they're so caught up and they're listening to they the world and they're anyone's listening to lies, feelings, and yeah, exactly. 
um, Mark chapter 16, verses 15 and 16. I love this. Jesus um, says, go, go into all the world and preach the good news to everyone. Anyone who believes and is baptized will be saved, but anyone who refuses to believe will be condemned. Mm-hmm. If you don't believe in God, you don't listen to what God does, and you don't follow God, guess what? You're going to be condemned. That, I think I said, don't shoot the messenger here. Right. That's exactly. the words of God. That's the words of um, of, of Jesus. And so... That's not going along to get along. Right. I think I said that yesterday too. We've gone along to get along for, for so much that we've lost control of this thing. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, but then you read from Matthew chapter 7, verses 21 through 23. That's where um, I was quoting from earlier. It says, Not everyone who calls out to me, Lord, Lord, will enter the kingdom of heaven. Only those who actually do the will of my Father in heaven will enter. On judgment day, many will say to me, Lord, Lord, we prophesied in your name and cast out demons in your name and perform many miracles in your name. But I will reply, I never knew you. Get away from me, you who break God's law. It's a good. It's a good scripture. It's sobering, though. It it's is very sobering. Is. Um, I love what Ken Ham said. Um, he says, "Don't don't give God your resume, thinking how great you are and and what you have done for God." Many professed believers think that they can earn their way to God into heaven, but they are in for a rude awakening. Mm-hmm. And that follows up really good with with that scripture. I, I want to dance back real quick yep. before we move forward on the. Um, 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 part where Jesus says, take, um, before you take the speck out of your friend's mm-hmm. eye, you got to remove the log from your eye. And, and what Jesus is saying, and I think I used this illustration yesterday, um, is that if I'm an alcoholic and you're an alcoholic, <clears throat> and we're both really bad alcoholics, mm-hmm. and I come up to you and say, man, bro, you're, <laughs> You're a bad alcoholic, man. You smell like booze. You, your, your breath is terrible. You stumble. You fall. You're, you're hurting your family. You're, you're ruining your bank account. You're financially, uh, ruined. I mean, you got to back it down. I mean, what is wrong with you? And I'm doing the exact same thing. Mm-hmm. I, I what, with, and you said yesterday you're doing the exact same thing with no intention of changing. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, that's what Jesus is talking about. I mean, he's like, you know, you've got to take the log out of your eye first. You know, we think exactly. that that's such a, a funny illustration, you know, to picture somebody with an exactly. entire log sticking out of their eye. But, you know, it's it's a it's a great illustration of saying of Jesus saying, you know, you've got to wake up and you've got to right. make sure that you are walking in step with the spirit. Exactly. Before you're able to help someone else, because if you go to them, they're going to be like, <laughs> what's up with you? Yeah. <laughs> Who are you? Yeah. You're just like me. What are, right. what are you talking about? Uh, in verses, um, Matthew 7 verses, um, Matthew 7 verse 6 and, um, 7, um, Jesus, um, says, don't waste your, don't waste what is holy on people that are unholy. And then he says, don't throw your pearls to pigs. Uh, they may trample the pearls and then turn and attack you. When Jesus says, don't waste what is holy on people that are holy, um, you know, it's, um, you know, you, you have to distinguish what is holy and you got to distinguish, um, what, um, God is telling you to do mm-hmm. and what to follow that. So you're going to have to make a, uh, make a judgment on that. So if God's word says that murder and homosexuality and sex outside of marriage and gossiping and slander and being a coward, um, are unholy, then yes, you're to judge that. You're, yeah. you're 100% to judge that. And then the second part of that, don't throw your pearls to the pigs or, you know, they may trample it is basically is what, stop trying to cram the word of God down somebody's throat who doesn't want to hear it. Right. Because that's, I think that's what happens. It's like, pray for them. Yes. And be open to those possibilities. But if they're not willing to listen, guess what? That's on them. Yeah. That is not on well, you. And, and the truth is, is, and I was having a conversation with someone about this yesterday, is if someone is not a Christ follower, if they haven't accepted Jesus as their Savior, then what they're doing, you know, 
it, it's sin to us, right? But to them, they see no wrong because they don't have that relationship mm-hmm. with God. Well, what's what's wrong with this? They don't see it as sin because they don't have that relationship. They don't have the Bible as their foundation to say right. this is right, this is wrong, this right. is holy, this is unholy. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, like you said, you know, first and foremost, before you address the sin, you've got to address the the Savior. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And so that's you know just something that we have to be aware of. I know, and and I think the uh, you know when um, you when you hear the term you know God can't you can't judge me only God can judge me um, that's that's just one hundred percent a flat out lie mm-hmm, right because you always have to get in your mind God has already God has already judged some things God has already said what's right and wrong good and evil what's a sin um, but so you we can judge that. And, and when you're talking to somebody, you you can tell them that you can say, "Hey, don't don't kill the messenger here." I'm only telling you what God's word said, but you've got to believe God. Right. And so the, here's the point: you can always point them to God and point them to the cross and point them to here's what you need to do. Continue to f- give them Jesus in the middle of that discussion because it's right. really hard because they're want they're going to want to get off on their sin and they're going to try to. And this is Satan's way of shackling you. Throwing a hurdle in your way, but point them to Jesus. Get them off of that and back to Jesus. Uh, That's that's the most viable thing that that you can actually do. Right. Um, I love Jesus in this chapter. Chapter seven is of Matthew is just crazy. I I mean, really makes my head hurt sometimes because there's so much in this. But Jesus says this in Matthew seven verses fifteen through twenty. He says, "Beware of false prophets who come." disguised as harmless sheep but are really vicious wolves you can identify them by their fruit now this is the important part that is by the way they act so you're making a judgment here right right? you're making a judgment can you pick grapes from thorn bushes and figs from thistles or a good tree produces good fruit and a bad tree produces bad fruit a good tree can't produce bad fruit and a bad tree can't produce good fruit Mm -hmm. so every tree that does not produce fruit is what chopped down Thrown into a fire. Yes, just as you can identify a tree by its fruit. Are you ready? Yeah. Got to make a judgment here. So you can identify people by their actions. Actions. Yeah. Got to make a judgment. I can identify you by what you do. Mm-hmm. You can identify me. I can identify another person, especially Christians. Yep. I mean, yep. I'm, I'll call you out every single day if you're a Christian and you're yep. doing something stupid. You follow along with the narrative of the government, I'm going to call you out all day long. You are 100% flat out wrong and you're following a, a you know, actually, I believe it's it, it, it's the narrative of the devil mm-hmm. to pull you away and your family away. So, yeah, I'm going to call that out. Yeah. Be mad if you want. And as you were reading that verse, those verses yesterday, first service, I'm sitting there and, and my mind is going toward the Christian music industry. And it's yeah. funny because you went there yourself. Right. You talked about that and you, and you called Some them spiritual uh, entertainers, spiritual entertainers. And, and that has been something that has been super heavy on my heart for the past. I don't know. It's been years now, but it seems like the last couple years it has gotten way worse. Mm-hmm. You, you, that that mm-hmm. idea of wolves in sheep's clothing, right? It, it, they're there, and so we as Christ followers have to be careful of who we're listening to and what mm-hmm. what we're you know allowing ourselves to mm-hmm. you know to believe because exactly. there are so many Christians I believe who are getting led astray from God's truth because of these music groups, these artists who are supporting the homosexual movement, the mm-hmm. LGBTQ plus whatever mm-hmm. movement. Um, they are supporting abortion. Mm-hmm. Um, Maverick City Musical. 
when the Roe versus Wade decision came out month or whenever, whenever there was a couple months ago, their drummer come out really hard against that and, and sounded off in so on social media. Prior to that, a month or two prior to that, a couple of their members um, came out big supporters of Lil Nas X. I'm not sure if you know who Lil Nas X is. Is that a uh, drug it, for your nose or something? It's something, I okay. think. Yeah, I don't know. Like, what is that? It's like, what is that? What is that? Nasex? Or? Yeah, what is that? <laughs> I have so, no idea. So Lil Nas You're X. Smart. You're talking Chinese here, bro. Lil Nas X is a rapper, which, okay, okay who cares? I'm not my genre. <laughs> Yeah, oh, get that's it. Uh, um, that's disco. I, but I he is—he uh, has always been um, just very blatant against Christians, okay. against Christian movement. Very outspoken against that. Very—he's um, not a Christian, though. not a Christian. Okay. And he—and he is—is he is just very um, almost um, just super judgmental, um, almost um, you know, just crucifying Christians and and Jesus and and whatnot. Um, but here, these this Christian band that's making Christian music mm-hmm. are out there like, oh yeah, we support him. He's great. Blah blah blah. Really? Um, right. You know, and, and I could throw names out all day long. Amy Grant. Amy Grant has jumped on the. <laughs> and I've don't never, get me started on Amy Grant. I've, I've never. I've had a grind against Amy Grant since 1988. I've never been just, a fan of Amy Grant. She's um. She literally is um. She talks God, but she doesn't live it. Can in, I be honest? But, but, yeah, I've be never honest. thought that Amy Grant could sing. Well, she only sings two notes. Right. I mean, I, I and, and and you know and and I would have this conversation with her and Vince Gill every mm-hmm. day. The lady cannot sing. Mm-hmm. I don't know who thought she could. Right. She sings two or three notes. She's absolutely horrible, yeah. horrible singer. And uh, I think she tries to come off like she's this innocent, mm-hmm. godly person, but there's nothing godly about this lady at all. Yep. And uh, she she actually she incenses me. People yeah. like that really who use God really incense yep. me. I yep. mean, I'd rather your rapper be like he is because at least you right. know who he is. You know where he stands. You know where he stands. Her. Right. She's misled so many people where, mm, right. I, I mean, I can't even begin to comprehend. Yep. I mean, this lady is an adulteress. She supports gays. Mm-hmm. She supports um, all kinds of stuff yep. that go against God. I don't know where she's at, but, yep. you know, I don't, you know, that's between her and God. And, you know, uh, I'm not, that's a spiritual entertainer. It, exactly. And, but, and there are ministers out there. You mentioned oh, ministers. You know, yeah. I've, <laughs> I had names pop into my head on those oh, two. Yeah, and, me too. And like I said, I could go for, for days probably on, in the, in the music industry on people that I don't listen to. I don't like to listen to because yeah. I feel like they are, they're talented, but he, I've got a theory on that. They got into the Christian music industry because they couldn't cut it in the mainstream music industry. Right. And the, the pool is a little bit more shallow in the Christian music industry. So mm-hmm. they maybe grew up Christians. They've got that background. Mm-hmm. And so they're like, Oh, well, let's get in this way because it's easier to get in. Right. And, and now they are leading people astray. They're wolves in sheep's clothing because they are got one foot in the Bible. And another foot hugely in the world. Hugely? Yeah. Is that a good word? I don't know. Yeah. Well, I think, I think you maybe gave him too much credit with a whole foot. It might just absolutely. be a toe or half it, of Absolutely. A toe, but, oh. um, and so, you know, and so if you're listening to this and you're like, well, well, who are those other bands? Who are those other artists? 
Come talk to me. I'll tell you. I'll give you my list. Well, the, uh, you know, I think I said yesterday, you know, when Jesus says, you know, talks about false prophets, we think somebody is going to look evil. Somebody like Charles Manson, wild eye, big, you know, hair. Like, mm-hmm. you're going to be able to say, oh, that's a false prophet. But no, false prophets going to come off looking like Amy Grant, going to come off looking like, um, uh, some of these ministers, good and holy, like mm-hmm. you're walking in the kingdom, but mm-hmm. they, they are not walking in the kingdom. They're, okay, and they'll take the, a bit of the by truth. By their fruit. Right. And by their actions. Right. They tell me that they're not. Yeah, yeah. And you and I are sitting here. We're not saying that we've got it all together. I do not. I and I'll be the first to admit it. Absolutely. I, I, I'll be the I'm, first to admit that you don't have it. I mean, I don't have it all together either. Well, you'd be right. I mean, yeah. you would be right, and I and I wouldn't disagree with you. Yeah, but but that's the thing is we we acknowledge. Man, man I've got sin in my life. I, I wish I didn't, but I do. Okay, sins, sins. You're right. <laughs> well, sin is. Yeah, that, that's, it was plural. Yeah, it was plural. I know. I know. Um, but you know, we don't we don't claim to have it all together, and and so. We we have to work on taking that plank out of our eye mm-hmm. and continue to be rooted in, or to steal a word from our title, to be grounded in Scripture. Exactly. Um, and and to continue every day to strive. It's you know back to that idea of sanctification. Um, and so so yeah, we just have to be careful as Christ followers who we're listening to, who we're following, and and that's the thing. I had a conversation with somebody yesterday. It's like, man, they they do put out some good music, and some of their songs are are good. Can God Use some of those songs to maybe turn somebody's life around. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, mm-hmm. I believe that one hundred percent that that God could take a song that one of those people who are maybe off base theologically mm-hmm. have written, and 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 they could bring somebody out of the darkest place, maybe right you know on the doorsteps of suicide, and turn them around from that. Right, God right. can use that. exactly, but we have to be careful of who we're listening to and what we're listening to, you know, especially with what they're saying and mm-hmm. where they believe because mm-hmm. they. You know, they are Christian entertainers. Mm-hmm. That's all they are. Well, we're always going to have to make judgments, and there's nothing wrong with making those mm-hmm. judgments. And we got to make judgments, you know, inside the body. And sometimes we don't do that. Sometimes we make judgments that are so stupid that we shouldn't even be making judgments. Right. None of our business. And then the things that we should be making judgments on, we're not making judgments on. And that's the crazy thing. And I'm, and, and like in Matthew, 18 mm-hmm. verses 15 through 17 says, if another believer sins against you, go privately. And I think I said yesterday, think about those two words for a minute. Go privately and point out the, the offense. If the other person listens um, and confesses it, you've won that person back. But if you're unsuccessful, take one or two others with you so you can go back again and so that everything that you say may be confirmed by two or three witnesses. If the person still refuses to listen, take your case to the church. How I've never seen that should happen, but I've yep. never seen it. Yep. Then if he or she won't accept the church's direct decision, they'll say, listen to this. This is not being nice. Mm-hmm. Treat that person as a pagan or a corrupt tax collector. Mm. That's not nice. No. Nope. Hey, you can't judge me. Oh, yes, you can. Right there it is. Yep. Um, but I'm going to be honest with you. I've been in the ministry as long as you've been alive or longer two years longer than you've been alive. Mm-hmm. And let me just tell you this right now is that I, I, I've never seen that happen mm-hmm. and it should. It's the exact opposite. Somebody gets honked off or somebody does something. They go talk to everybody else, but the person they should be talking to. And um, I've actually seen that happen here at RCC. Something happens and doesn't go back to where it needs to go. Mm-hmm. It goes to everything else, but in the place is an absolute jacked up mess. Right. And you want to get my, you want, you want to, you want me to come out with both barrels blazing? That'll do it every time, right. and I'll have no mercy on you whatsoever. You, I, I will not be nice about it. I'll just right. be straight up because you are one hundred percent gone against the word of God. And and if there's anything in my Christian life that just boils that, it's that right mm-hmm. there. I mean, I have 
zero tolerance and zero patience for another Christian stirring up stuff because, you know, the Bible talks about that, and that's one of the things. Right. You cause dissension, God's word says you'll go to hell. Exactly. A believer who causes dissension. Yep. So you need to watch what you do as a believer, not thinking that, oh, you know, I've been in this church for a long time or, you know, I can talk to this person or I can do that. No, you cannot. Right. I don't, you're giving yourself a free pass. That's like the person says, no, you can't judge me because I like what I do. Right. No, you're 100% as wrong as anybody's ever been. Mm-hmm. So love what um, Tony Evans said. You oh, yeah, he's awesome. He said, you want to know something? I love that. I can just hear him. You want to know something? Exactly. <laughs> God's not about spreading everyone's sins likes or dislikes, and dirty little secrets out to everyone. God's not trying to shame or expose people. He's trying to get them to repent. It's an awesome quote, but I'm going to tell you something. I heard that in a sermon. And so I was going to start it at God's not about spreading everybody. But I I decided to put that on because he he did. He was like, you want to know something? And he stopped and he put his hand over his ear and he went, I can't hear. You all want to know something? And they were like, yeah. And nice. he went into it. Nice. <laughs> yeah, but that's awesome exactly quote. what you're talking about. Yeah, you know, exactly. you, you can't be spreading it and telling other people and, and gossiping, causing dissension. Well, the reason he says go privately is mm-hmm. so you can contain it between the two of you. So not everybody's together because guess what? If I know it and you know right. it and somebody and 12 other people know it, we all have different opinions. So we're all talking about it to 12 other people. Exactly. It's so ungodly. It is so ungodly. I can't even begin to tell you. Uh, you know, we think abortion and homosexuality and all that's horrible. That's horrible just along with it. I, in fact, as a Christian, I think it rises above mm-hmm. that. I'm being honest with you. I mm-hmm. think it goes above that. If you do that, you, you've just shot above. And that's my opinion. Yeah. But it's not biblical, but it's right, my right. opinion. But yeah. Um, I just really, I just really feel like that. As a Christian, we we follow God, but we also follow the narrative of the world as mm-hmm. hard as we try not. But, man, if you really just follow God and you're into God, into his word, it's going to tell you something totally different. First Corinthians 6, verses 2 and 3 says, Don't you realize that someday uh, we believers will judge the world? And since we're going to judge the world, can't you decide even these little things among yourselves? That's unbelievable. Don't you realize that we will judge angels? So surely you should be able to resolve ordinary disputes in this life. I'm like, how plainly and simply mm-hmm. is that? So I basically said, if you know, if you're holding a grudge against somebody or if you know, you've got some ill will towards somebody, uh, grow up. Yeah. It's I can almost, you up. can almost hear, hear Paul's like, I don't know if disgust is the right word, but exactly. he's like, come on. Like, seriously, can't you figure out these ordinary disputes? Exactly. And, um, that's just, it, it, it's just really, um, it's just really good. And uh, I, um, you know, First Corinthians five twelve and thirteen says, "It isn't my responsibility to judge outsiders, but it certainly is your responsibility to judge those inside the church yeah. who are Same. sinning. God will judge those on the outside, but as the Scripture says, you must remove the evil person from among you. Mm. And you know, if that happened more often in the church, our churches would flourish. Our churches would do more. Mm. And I, you know, what I'm going to go out on a limb here." And that's some longtime church members, too, that need to be removed because mm-hmm. sometimes their heart and their attitude, they've been so uh, deceptive and they have been so, um, uh, I don't know, they've worked against the, the power of God. Yeah. They've worked against it because mm-hmm. they've been talking too much or they've been by their attitude. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, it's just, it's crazy. If we just follow God's word. Right. And God does, and that's, doesn't yeah. give us those things to be mean. He's giving us those things so we can live a better life. That's what he wants. Ten Commandments is given so you and I can live a better life. When God says thou shall not, is for you and I to have a better life. Right. 
to keep us from getting into trouble. Yeah. Yep. And if we just followed this, it would yeah. be. And that's the thing too is, you know, people, they think they're right. They think they've believed that lie for so long. You talked about that last week with yep. your, your quote of, um, um, oh goodness, what was last week? Um, um you, you know, God will not give you more yeah. than you can handle. Well, you know, that's not what the Bible says. Right, right. You know, and I think, you know, you're talking about, you know, those longtime church members and this and that, mm-hmm. and they act like this. And, you know, it's because they believe that lie for so long that they're right. Exactly. That they're biblical. Exactly. But the truth is, is that they're not. And you said this statement, you pop this up on the screen and it says, we need to become more biblically literate. Exactly. You know? And that, and that's true because, and, and I'm not picking on in, I'm not picking on this no. church for that. Here, I'm, I'm, I'm picking on all that's the, the old, church universal. I've been in a church for a long time and I've been in several churches. Yep. And how I know this is a, a, a deliberate lie of Satan is just not in this church, but it's in every church I've exactly. ever been in. So I know it's a lie and Christians have been hoodwinked mm-hmm. in thinking I'm a, I go to church, I give my money, I do this, but yet they still gossip. They still slander. They, they still have these attitudes that are worldly right. and they bring it inside of the church house, yeah. God's house. Mm-hmm. It's ridiculous. I've never seen anything like it in my life, but it's been going on for a long time. Yeah. And so, um, I, I really believe the thing we need to become more biblically literate. Yeah, absolutely. And that means. I'm not going to side against God's word, even if it, even if it's something I've been doing my entire life. Maybe we need to do a sermon series back to the basics. Maybe we do. Maybe we do. Here we go. Just the facts and backs to the Just basics. Just the facts yeah, and back right? to the basics. First um, Corinthians eleven thirty one thirty two. If we judged ourselves truly, means you're true. Basically, you, you really are looking at who you are. Mm-hmm. This is tough, really tough. Because I'm telling you, I'm going to go out on a limb. Ninety percent of Christians don't do this. Right, they don't look at themselves truly and gauge themselves by the Word of God. Mm-hmm. We would not be judged. Think about that. But when we are judged by the Lord, meaning if you're not going to do this, He's going to do it for you. You're going to be disciplined that you may not be condemned along with the world, because God's going to make it. God's going to pull the bandaid off because He doesn't right. want you to to lose your life. But it's not going to be easy, and it's not going to. It's going to be very painful. Um, so I believe that we have to make judgments in this world. I believe that. We need to judge ourselves. Would you agree with that first? Mm-hmm. Oh, first and foremost, yeah, absolutely. Before I do anything else, and um, and then I'm going to be able to, you know, see things clearly. If 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 I looked at myself through the lens of God's word, and I look at the lens of God and becoming more biblically accurate and lit, uh, uh, literate, um, that's going to change your life. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's literally going to change your life. So, you know, the the hardest thing you can do is look at yourself. Yes. And if you can't look at yourself, um, it's it's brutal, man. I'm going to tell you what it, it is hard to look at yourself because you got to you got to really uh, you got to really evaluate, and sometimes you don't like what you see. Right, it's, right. It's rough, but um, good topic, hard mm-hmm. topic. It's just mm-hmm. it's it's just stuff that we need to know that the culture has. Um, and Satan has uh, hoodwinked a lot of Christians and messed the thing up a little bit. And so the whole point of this was, here's what we need to do, and this is the fact of it all. Right. And um, and I just hope people learn from that, mm-hmm. including myself. I'm not just picking on everybody right. but me. I'm doing it the same. Got a few things coming up. We got the back-to-school bash. Back-to-school bash. That's, That's Wednesday, Wednesday, right? Wednesday, yep. And it's at 5 to 7.30. We still need volunteers. If we can volunteer, call the church office, Correct. 
Yes. And uh, we need people with the face paint. Well, you can, if you want to volunteer, I believe you can sign up at richwood.church forward slash sign up. There you volunteer. go. Why don't we do that? We've already talked about the the fair service. And if you need tickets, make sure you get those this Sunday or get a hold of the church. And then we have um, Go and Grow Crew coming up. And that's. Do. That'll be after school starts. Starting October 5th. And this is RCC's uh, program for second and third graders. It meets every Wednesday afternoon from 315 to 445. Mm-hmm. It goes from October to March. And they need volunteers. They need volunteers. Also. And if you're willing to help out and just let us know and you can vol- also sign up there on the sign up page. Right. That'll be, that'll be awesome. So, but we need volunteers for that and they'll give you information on it. And then we have some women's Bible studies coming up. So make sure you check our website out and Facebook page. And um, we've got a Wednesday morning Bible study starting up on September 14th at 930 called Waymaker. And there's child care for that, correct? Yeah, child care for that one. There's child care for that one, yes. And then there's a Thursday evening one at September 15th starting at 6 o'clock in room 202. That's off the gymnasium. And it's a mom's Bible study and there is no child care. No child care for that. So, okay, let me get this straight. Got a Wednesday morning Bible study with child care, mm-hmm. and then you got a Wednesday mom's Bible study with no child care. That means the dads keep. The, okay, I got you. I'm just, I'm just the child out loud, right? Yeah, right. Children. <laughs> and then we have the chosen coming up, mm-hmm. uh, September 28th, and um, that starts at six o'clock. So if you're interested in that, just I think tomorrow too. I think tomorrow they're giving a sneak peek of season three. That's exactly what I heard. Yeah, I think uh, Kevin Beal sent me a message last night. He texted. Yeah, he did too. Yeah, I got that. Yeah, I'm pumped about that. Yeah. And then uh, this Sunday we close out our sermon series of just the facts. Can't believe it's been four weeks already. Oh, Uh, thinking about our younger years. He's thinking about a Beebs brew right now. No, that was Brian Adams. I'm going to sing that song. Oh, yeah, countdown, yeah, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, we're going to be uh, we're going to be looking at heaven and what God's word says about heaven because I don't think we talk about heaven enough. Yeah, I probably but... shouldn't sing that song. That's yeah. really not where you're going. I don't. No, think. No, it's not. But uh, <laughs> hey, knock yourself out of the ballpark if you want. <laughs> <laughs> and then again, if you want a sermon series graphic, yes, we have old sermon series graphics that lo- go over the last four years. There's like 30, 35 of them, or forty or whatever, and we have them here and. And um, some of them are posted on Facebook, or they're no, all they're, they're all, all on there. Facebook. All if you want to take a available. look at them, you're here at the church. You want to look at them. We've got a ton of them. Um, they're ten dollars a piece, and um, they're all all the money goes to Lifewise Academy. Yep. And so if you if you want something, and people are like, well, what am I going to do with these? I mean, I'm not asking you to frame, but I mean, if you want something put in your garage or basement or something like that, something that maybe is going to remind you mm-hmm. uh, of something, jog your memory. Uh, you know, it's like wearing a brace or whatever but you know if you put it in your garage or yep. you know i don't know maybe you can put it on your mantle i, I don't you could know. you could put it on your mantle. Yeah, we're actually going to put i'm going to put the foundations one up here in our hallway well i um i got the uh do you have grit yes uh, for for my son dustin so nice. i'm gonna give that to him so. you know you were asking me you were like don't get rid of the welcome we're glad you're here <laughs> and i said i don't know where it is i never saw it i was sitting here about 45 minutes ago and i remembered where it was where is it Oh, it's in the window. It's in that I window. Keep, it's keeping, well, it's got the white side to the back, but it's okay. keeping this room darker so that the sun's not shining through. I see it right I now. I looked Welcome. up and I'm like, there it is. <laughs> <laughs> so if we ever need that again, there, there it is. is. Right? Oh my gosh. Yeah. So yeah, good morning, good day. I uh, hope we have a good week. Looks like the sun's coming out a little bit. Yeah. Um, I can see it through the Yeah, I don't know that it was super cloudy this morning. I just think it was super foggy. Foggy, yeah. It was super foggy. You're right. 
Yeah. Anything else? I'm good. I'm good. It's going to be a good week. I've got a plan for a couple weeks, worship-wise, and get the ser- the fair service planned out. And get the next sermon series planned out. Yeah. Well, you've got to do that. I'm, well, unless you want to. Mm-hmm. I'll, I'll, do, I'll do worship. I'd almost pay to see that. Me and Willie. Right. Mamas, don't let your babies grow up to be cowboys. <laughs> oh, man. If I could do it, I would. Yeah? I just can't sing. You can sing better than you give yourself credit for. I've I've heard you. No, it's, you've heard something else. It wasn't me. Oh, is that what it is? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. 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 Gotcha. Lip syncing. <laughs> Craig's lip syncing. I can lip sync really good. Yeah? I can lip sync Merle Haggard. We should do a lip sync battle, me and you. Oh, jeez. We were going to do, though, um, Brandon and I one time were going to do um, Frozen, the... Um, Oh yes, um, is love it? is an open door. Love is an open door. Yeah, there I these, was going to do the male part. He's going to do the female. There part. These, we still might do that. We may do that. There are two guys out there that have done that. They were actually in the military. I think they were like mm-hmm. overseas or something. They did it like in a Humvee or something. They did really well with it. Yeah, like, they did. I don't know if I think we could get there. I think we could. I um, you know, I think you know, me being the male part is is good. I think that's the beauty of it. I'm only going to ask that you wear your plink, think. My flamingo. My flamingo. I could do that. do that. Yeah, that would I be could awesome. Do that. Yeah, yeah, we can make that happen. We'll have to see. What we'll, we'll have to practice. So, <laughs> so, so there you I, go. If, if I if I if I get if I get a wild hair, I might try that. Cause okay. I'm, I'm you know I'm like I don't like the attention and all that. Yeah. If you oh you you know my my love for Disney though like yeah I know that's the only thing with that is but you like Anna so I do. Is that her name Anna. Anna. Yeah yeah yeah. I like who I is that Kristen like Bell. Elsa. Uh, Yes, Anna's okay. Kristen Bell. Is she the one singing that? That's not her singing. Is yeah, it? Yeah, is she it sings, really? yeah, they sing it. Well, it's like um like Dwayne The Rock Johnson played Maui in um in Moana and he yeah. did all the singing for that. Did he? I saw some behind the scenes stuff. It was pretty neat. That's awesome. I've I've been told Dwayne and I look a lot alike. You do. I've never been told that in my life. Yeah. <laughs> More like Kevin Hart, me and Kevin Hart. Right, right. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> Well, thank you, Randy, so much for the, uh, for the surprise coffee and, um, really appreciate it. If, if any of you are listening and want to, uh, want us to try some coffee that we've never tried before, we'll definitely, uh, we'll give it a try and have it and give it a review. The coffee was really good. It, it was very really good. was smooth and, uh, silence or smooth. I didn't have, uh, I didn't drink my coffee like John Wayne today. I actually did it. Okay. Black, so. All right. Before we sign off. I know that I, was, I mentioned this last week and I was right. You, you mentioned it last week and you were like, Oh, John Wayne drinks, you know, you didn't know that, but you were... Okay, I know everything when it comes to John Wayne. Okay, but anyway, here we go. Ahead. So I looked it up, and apparently the way that John Wayne drank his coffee was... All right, Pilgrim. <laughs> it was like a an ounce or an ounce and a half, I think, of half and half. Okay. Two pumps of vanilla flavoring. So good. Well, there you go. So so it's turning into a Beebs brew already. <laughs> Right? Oh, it's just hot. Oh, I wish John Wayne was here right now. He'd wrap his hand around your throat. <laughs> yeah, he would. And, have it, yeah. and <laughs> two shots of espresso. Two shots of espresso, bro. Think about it. Yeah. Two. Uh huh. That's a lot. I bet that is pretty good, actually. I but it's really good. You'd be so, jacked for the day. John Wayne, man. I mean, right? yeah. I wish he was here when you told him a Beebs brew. <laughs> well, I mean, he'd probably die of a heart attack right half now. Half and half and two pumps of <laughs> vanilla. That's what it's turning into. Praise God he's been dead 42 years, Exactly. Gosh. (laughs) How Brandon died. Got choked out by John John Wayne. Wayne. (laughs) 
<laughs> All right. Well, that's enough nonsense for today. Um, we hope that you have a great week. And um, I do apologize for assuming that John Wayne drank his coffee like real men do, and that's black. Oh, gosh. So, um, <laughs> but hey, I hope you have a good day. You too. Bye, everybody. <laughs>